Hi, I'm Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co-founder of the She Angels Foundation. I'm also the podcast host of Invest in Her and an award-winning producer, author, and TEDx speaker. Our show, Invest in Her, features phenomenal female founders and funders. As you know, women receive less than 2% of venture capital funding. Our series is about accelerating the funding of women by connecting them to funding resources. Let's meet today's guest. Welcome to this week's edition of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors. And today we're going to be talking with Kelly Arena. She is the founder of Golden Hour Ventures. We're going to be talking about VC and how you can get involved in angel investing. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, so happy to have you in from New York. I know. I yes. had an excuse to come to Los Angeles. Yes. And uh, we had the um, great distinction of being able to be at the celebration of our rap party for Show Her the Money yesterday, which was so fun, right? That was really, really special. It it's was not special. often I get to be in a room where everyone there actually cares about the disparity in VC. That never happens. It's I usually know. me, the lone wolf, talking to whoever will listen. But I know. That was pretty and special. You and I like connected instantly because mm -hmm. we went to a uh, all-female investors luncheon, which mm -hmm. was really cool. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so happy to see there's more and more investor luncheons for women, you know, dinners, gatherings, you know, it's great. And we immediately like you know, connected about how upset we are about, you know, women getting less than 2% of venture capital. And I know you're excited that I'm producing a movie to actually shed some light on that to talk about that, because it's something that you're so passionate about. So passionate about and definitely don't have the media chops. So when you said you were talking about bringing us to film, it was really exciting. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I mean, we, we do need to get it out there, right, and mm -hmm. educate more women on stepping into this world. And I know I, I love your tagline that you uh, started Golden Hour Ventures because you wanted to help women get rich. Yeah. And I was like, you go, girl. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, sugarcoating it just doesn't do us any good. Right. Um, right. No, I love we that. We live in a capitalistic society where the money goes, the power flows. That's so, it. That's um, it. We need more women making money. Yes. Involved in policymaking decisions and also building companies that are female friendly. Yes. And we need more women like you out there building entities that we can join and invest in. Right. Um, so Golden Hour Ventures, like, um, you know, I know your background is in uh, finance and mm -hmm. also you work with Johnson & Johnson. What made you step into this arena? No, no pun intended on yeah, your last name. Yeah, it kind of, I stumbled into it, yeah. to be really honest. Um, you know, I started my career, uh, I was at a professional football franchise. I know, the Eagles, Go right? Eagles, yes. Love that. Hard year for us. Um, and what were you doing for them? I worked in finance there, too. I like to I like to tell my kids I was a, you know, lineman coach. <laughs> I was defensive coordinator. Um, but no, I worked in finance. Um, I started as a, like an intern co-op there and, you know, was there for a bit after college. Super fun. Uh you can imagine not a lot of advancement for females in that organization, but right. it was really fun while it lasted. Moved to corporate finance and did a financial leadership development program within Johnson & Johnson, which was super cool, but, you know, not exactly for me working at a huge corporation like that. Did some investment banking at Merrill Lynch, which was... Um, 
you know, intense, you know, yeah. uh, that yeah. environment is pretty intense. And then, you know, when I, it was time for me to start a family, it's so cliche, but just didn't feel like I was in an environment that was supportive of um, any kind of work-life balance. And there wasn't a lot of female mentors that I could look to and want to emulate that life. Yeah. So I took a lot of time off and, you know, had children and devoted myself to to that. I had a child with special needs, another child born three months premature. And in the meantime, you know, I, I felt a little pissed that I didn't yeah. have a career that had any kind of balance in it that I knew I would be supported if I needed to um, spend some time with my children or if I had a family right. crisis there. Um, it just wasn't conducive to that. And so it got me thinking a lot about like, what is the societal solve for that? Right. And the only thing I could think of is having companies that were built by women who kind of had a, a touch point. Right. But I didn't know what to do with that information. So, you know, as I'm trying to figure it out, I, I was just doing some light consulting for um, startups. I like working with creatives and being the, the financial mind to complement their side of the business. Right, and because so many people that have startup ideas are super creative, but yeah. they're not necessarily numbers people. 100%. So they need people like you. Yeah, that's yeah. great that you help startups with that capacity. Absolutely. Yeah. That's my favorite thing to do is yeah, work that's with someone great. that's mind who's very I think I actually know different. a founder that actually needs that from you. Love I'm going to connect you. I love that. Yeah. I love yeah. like, Let me give you, bring your big ideas and let's yeah. put it onto paper and actually make some like financial sense out yeah. of it. Um, but through that, just saw very organically how easy it was for male founders to get funding vis-a-vis -vis the female founders that I was working with. And this yeah. was completely agnostic of experience, of education, whether one was post-revenue or pre-revenue or had product market fit. Right. It really just seemed to be divided by gender and yeah. network. Yeah. And what I noticed was that, you know, men in a room tend to share their deal flow or talk about finance. What are you investing in? What are you not investing in? Right. And... Um, and had, people do tend to invest in people they identify with. As I of said in my TED talk, which is called Fund Women, Save the World, that's why we need more female investors at the decision-making table. 100%. The, yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah. that is exactly the premise that um, has guided me, which is we need more women investing because inherent bias exists. Yes. We're humans and they do. So mm -hmm. if we have representation on the investor side, then we will find more founders that tend to be more diverse. Yeah. And it would probably be true uh, as women, if we knew another woman that needed investment, that we would be like, oh, well, let's give one to, let's give investment to, to this woman that we know and mm -hmm. think the world of. And so I guess that's what's just happened in that old boys club. They give the money to their the, to Joe and Charlie and not Sally because they're in their network and, you know, that's the way it works. So we have to build our own network, right? Absolutely. And, you know, it makes sense, too. You know, I don't spend a ton of time beating up the, the male VCs because, you know, there's so much happening in the menopause space right now, the hormonal yeah. space, all of these industries that are really exciting and been ignored for a long time. Of course, the men aren't going to resonate with this. It's, right. a, it's a problem that doesn't resonate with them. Right. Yeah. So, you know, but when you talk to female investors about, you know, oh, we have tech that can help identify what's going on with your hormones, either, you know, pre-pregnancy or throughout the life cycle of your different stages of life, yeah. women get really excited. And right. Like, we need these women to be capitalized and, you know, invest in these ideas. Absolutely. And so, you know, 
what made you make that leap and how did you start Golden Hour Ventures? Yeah, well, I started just with an angel syndicate thinking, well, I better put my own money where my mouth is. And mm -hmm. at that time, I had made maybe two angel investments, um, one in a, a male-founded company and one in a female-founded company. Um, and was just kind of starting to get my feet wet. I didn't come from VC. And right. was and really most people to... don't. Sure, yeah. right, exactly. And just like so many of the people I meet today thought, well, I shouldn't be an investor if I don't come from VC, if I don't speak this language. And um, as someone said at your event, I think that we so rarely believe in ourselves and we need all the justifications to be like, oh, I'm, I'm actually prepared enough to write this check. But what I realized is you just learn by doing it. So right. I just started writing checks. Yes. I joined a, a syndicate, um, Pipeline Angels, which is right. incredible and very mission oriented and supports a lot of black founders and kind of serves as their friends and family and learned. I did a lot of diligence, um, met a lot of amazing other angels, and I just kind of caught the bug yeah. and was like, oh, I think I need to stay here. This yeah. feels like my skill set that I had developed, but with a mission and a soul and a purpose that certainly didn't exist on the trading floor at Merrill Lynch. Right, right. Totally different experience. Totally different experience. Yeah. This really felt like a movement to me. But not only did you start investing in that capacity, but you decided to start your own venture. Then I started yeah. evangelizing. That's what yeah. happened next, yeah. which is what I tend to do. So I caught the bug. And then I started telling all my friends, um, I have this amazing founder and you need to meet her and you need to meet her. And I just started to kind of build this network and build this network and build yeah. this network. And, and then you thought you better name it. Better name it, <laughs> right? Well, yeah. so what are we doing? Like, you don't exist unless you have an LLC, yeah, right? right? So yeah. started consulting for founders, um, started building a, a, a network of founders, started into building a network of investors. And then it just made sense that I started to connect the dots. So, right. Um, through and that. how did you learn about, you know, running that, you know, fund, uh, you know, is it, would you consider it a fund? I wouldn't and I would. So yeah. it isn't a traditional venture fund. Right. I basically make mini funds. Right. Per for each, um, exactly. For each founder investment. Exactly. Got right. It. So, yeah. um, so you might have a group come in on, uh, an investment in a particular company and set up an LLC for that. Exactly. Yeah. They're called SPVs, special right. purpose special vehicles. Yep. And, um, I, you know, I diligence a company quite hard. I'm proud of my diligence process as a one man show, one yeah. woman show. And um, if I believe in the founder, if I believe in the company and the idea and the financials and the uh, exit possibilities, then I basically become the the investor relations Right. For angel investors. And the magic of this, it feels really, really important to me personally that I am democratizing access to this mm -hmm. class of investments, meaning right. the private markets. And right. I think angel investing can be really intimidating if you think you have to be writing $50,000 checks and $100,000 checks. Right. So you put them together in an LLC, a special purpose vehicle, mm -hmm. um, maybe at, at what level? Yeah, we're writing checks anywhere from 50000 for a pre-seed um, all the way up to a million. And then the investors can put in any amount? or So, yeah. So basically, the SPV is generally um, $10,000 checks up to $50,000 checks. Right. Um, sometimes up to 100000 Depends on the stage of the company. If it's a later stage company yeah. and, um, you know, you're going to be writing a $100,000 check direct to cap. And I would advise that if an investor has that liquidity and they're able to, um, 
always direct, uh, always invest direct to cap. The beauty of the SPV is that um, if you're not ready to do that, then you can start writing $10,000 checks or $5,000 checks today. Right. And that's, it's like a, it's a gateway drug. Yeah. So you're learning by doing. Um, right. You're impactful. And also you're joining a community of investors. So all of our SPVs are groups of, you know, 20 to, to 50 people. Right. And they also serve as like brand ambassadors to this company. So the founder can, we have, you know, investor meetings once or twice a year. The founder comes and says, this is, these are my asks. I need, I need great counsel for this particular event, or mm -hmm. I'm looking for someone um, that can help me distribute in Ireland and all of the weird asks that come up right. as a founder. It's amazing what happens when you take it to our little communities of SVPs. Right. And someone's like, oh, wait, my cousin, or I know this person, or let me send an of email. Course. And emails start flying in the room. And then the community brings their asks, too. I'm looking for a board seat here, or I'm working on this project and like looking for funding about this, or I just moved to the city and I need an OBGYN. Yeah. And it's just like, doo -doo 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 -doo, and right. everyone leaves, and they've gotten real ROI. Um, right. That's bigger than the financial investment. I love that. I love it. So you kind of built a community of people that are helping each other, helping the founders, helping, you know, just build a profitable type of uh, scenario for everybody. Yeah. yeah. It's really community focused, which I think is something women do really well. Yes. And we really leverage the power of that community to help the founder and to leverage the community in and of itself yeah. and to help each other. There's lots of founders that are investing in other founders, um, attorneys that have their own services to bring to the table. And so our, our community tends to be a really hands-on group of investors. Do you have any investments that you'd like to point out that you think were one of your better picks that, mm. you know, was profitable? Yeah. Well, it's so interesting because my this Golden Hour Ventures is two years old. So and I invest early stage. Right, so some right. of it remains to be seen, which is right. which is tricky. You know, that investment horizon when you're investing seed pre seed is five to seven years till you see a liquidity right. event. But I'm proud to but say they're that doing many well of my companies have gone on to do yeah. follow ons that are uh, are later rounds that are at a higher valuation. Um I've invested like right before PE funds have come in and, you know, gobbled up share. And so like it always, it, you know, it's boosts exciting. my morale when yes. you see like these huge yeah. funds coming in. After. And when people um, hear, you know, oh, I could put in as little as $10,000 to get started. Mm -hmm. It might take five to seven years. Sometimes you never know. Sometimes there's an exit in two or three years, but mm -hmm. let's say it's five to seven. But, you know, it's no different than any other investment, whether it's a stock or um, even real estate, um, you know, for the most part, you invest in real I estate. I would say liquidity yeah. is the is the main differentiator. And that's yeah. important to me to educate our, right. our angels is that it's not a liquid investment. Right. And, and But neither just, is real estate, really. I that's, mean, that's if, fair. if you can't sell the place at the time that you need the cash. That's fair. And uh, what I was starting to say is that, you know, it could take five or 10 years for even your house to appreciate sure. significantly. So it's no different. Like sometimes I think people think, oh, five to seven, because Everybody wants to make a quick buck, mm -hmm. but you know, five to seven is pretty normal for most investments. So, to see a know. return, absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's so much bigger than that, and it's why I'm compelled to do what I yes. do. Yes, it's this, impact investing. This is impact. Yes, truly, truly. And if we want to see our nieces and our daughters come up in a completely different environment, particularly at the, to me, this is future of work, and it's purest sense. 
Yes. What is the work environment going to look like for them? And do we want them working? There's so few CEOs and for Fortune 500 companies that are women. Like we have to start building these companies yes. today. This is long game. Is that a big focus of yours? Future of work? <laughs> yeah. In my way. Yeah. Right. So yes. not in the industry way of right. future of work, but in yeah. the way that investing in women is investing in the future of work. We're going to shape yes. the way society yes, is built and I the way agree. work, life, culture, policy is built. Right. And the more women you invest in that are building companies that are also hiring women and diversity on their teams, mm -hmm. that is, of course, impacting. Um, so um, I was going to ask you, um, what, what would be the next step to get involved with you? Like, where would they find you? Yeah, I would say my website is the best place to start. I have some educational materials on there. I love to do angel 101s, by the way. So, you know, anyone who is intimidating, intimidated by angel investing, it's my favorite when I say an angel gets her wings. Yeah. And whether that first check is five to $10,000, I, I love educating through that process, taking off the jargon. I think sometimes these industries are intentionally shrouded yes. in jargon to keep them exclusive. I do too. So no dumb questions, no silly questions. Um, my website is goldenhourventures.co. Um, you can reach me through my website. I'm on Instagram, although uh, I'm social media deficient for sure. So, if anyone wants <laughs> but to LinkedIn, I take it for sure. Yes, LinkedIn, yes, yes we're all. I think we're all kind of becoming bigger and bigger fans of LinkedIn. Link, lots yeah. of people find me on LinkedIn, but it's messy in there. I get a lot of a lot of decks coming through on LinkedIn, yeah. so it's hard for me to stay on top. But definitely reaching out directly through my website is the most yeah. direct way to my inbox. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I love I love that education. And component. you want to hear from founders and you want to hear from women that want to become investors. Yes. Yeah. yeah and we do a lot of events of um, new investors and uh, or people who haven't invested yet. Um, yeah. No dumb questions, no silly questions, really safe space to get you know more connected with the private market. I love that. Yeah. The more female investors we have, the more the picture is going to change of who's getting the funding in the venture capital world. And hopefully at some point, instead of us getting 2%, hopefully we'll at least get the 50% that would be the representative of our population. representative. Exactly. Yes. And the cool thing is too about fund managers and uh, venture capital firms like yourself is that these women that are starting these are more focused on investing in women, but also BIPOC, LGBTQ. And those are all the underserved communities that haven't been getting funding. So I'm so grateful for women like yourself that are starting these entities that other women can come and learn and be a part of and, you know, help make the world a better place. Let's, you know, use our investments to really make an impact in the world, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And women tend to exit faster and return higher on every dollar invested than men. So I right. don't want to just uh, gloss over the fact that investing right. women is good business, too. Absolutely. It's not just impact. I love that. We're going to end on that note. Excellent. So as we wrap up here, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. Kelly, thanks for being a great guest today. And I uh, hope you'll, you'll check out Golden Hour Ventures and look up Kelly, and that's K-E-L-L-E-Y, Arena, A-R-E-N-A, for those just listening. Um, find her on LinkedIn. You can also look up me, Catherine Gray, and visit our SheAngelInvestors.com or our new site for our movie, which is ShowHerTheMoneyMovie.com. You can find all of us on uh, 
social media as well, of course. And Catherine Gray, invest in her on Instagram. Okay, well, make it a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to invest in other women. Join entities like Golden Hour Ventures so you can learn all about it and join this amazing world of investing, especially investing in women. Remember to invest in her. Make it a great week. Thanks, everybody. Remember, if you're looking to launch a business or grow your business, check out our e-course, Six Ways to Fund Your Business, available at SheAngelInvestors.com.